We're talking to Suzanne Mariska Bishop about Yoga Nidra. So a few weeks ago, probably a little over a month ago, we posted a Yoga Nidra practice that she guided on here. So you can scroll down and find that. But this is a conversation directly around what Yoga Nidra is, its benefits, how to practice it, where it came from, and why it matters. Because it is a really important practice in yoga. It's one of the, in my opinion, one of the four kind of legs of the table. You've got asana, pranayama, meditation, and then deep relaxation. Uh, as a special bonus in this podcast, we're going to, um, the segue music as we go into the conversation is uh, just a brief clip from a live recording from the Moonline on the Mountain show that we played last week together as we're in uh, a bit of a musical project together called Spirit Well. And so that was a fun uh, thing where they shut down the zoo for the night and let just the adults come in and and we've we got to play that right next to the emus right next to Big Bird and so there's a little clip of one of the songs that we played in our set and at the very end of our talk we just sing a little song together a little acoustic song so um, this is a shorter podcast it's only about 20-25 minutes um, but I think it's uh it's informative and and it's inspiring to get in touch with the relaxative, if I can use that word or make up that word, benefits of yoga. Um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that next Monday, uh, she's actually going to be leading a yoga nidra practice at the studio. So those tend to fill up and sell out. So uh, if this inspires you to try it, make sure that you sign up in advance and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thanks so much for listening, as always. Okay. Hi. Hi. Hi, Suzanne. Welcome to the Yoga Living Project Podcast. How does it feel to be here? It feels great. Oh, good. Uh, so we're going to talk about Yoga Nidra today, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what? first of all, how did you how did you get involved with Yoga Nidra? I think I did my first Yoga Nidra at Cambio. Oh, did and you? I fell asleep. And the teacher asked afterwards, how long do you think you were asleep? And I said, oh, about five minutes. And she's like, no, it's been 45 minutes since we started the yoga nidra. Like, we went back through what parts of the nidra we had been through. And people were like, so did you walk through the cornfield? And I was like, no, no, didn't walk through the cornfield. And did you go to the temple? No, no, I didn't. I don't remember a temple. <laughs> well, that was like when you just... When you just we just recorded your nidra and I was doing it and you're like, well, did you what word did you get? And I'm like, what do you mean what word? <laughs> Piece of paper, <laughs> the woman in the temple. I'm like I have no idea what what happened. You got I, one in your subconscious though. I did, I did. It'll be revealed later. So what um what is yoga nidra then? So For the somebody word, who has no idea. Right, the word nidra means sleep. Yoga nidra. Or yogic sleep is a guided meditation in which you 
use the practice of pratyahara or the withdrawing of the senses to um, kind of close, you close off all of the senses little by little through the guided meditation, except for the sense of sound and you listen to the guide's voice. So it's designed to guide you into what's called the hypnagogic state. Mm. Um, it's also um, the state in which the brain is making theta waves. Okay. It's the state in which hypnosis actually occurs, but it's not hypnosis. In hypnosis, you have a guide who's trying to, to get you to do something or to get you to change something. And in yoga nidra, you plant your own seed. It's called a sankalpa. So you decide in your practice what it is you want to work on in that state of mind. So the piece of paper isn't the sankalpa? No. Okay. Did you make a sankalpa? I did. So what? explain what a sankalpa is and how one person should make a sankalpa and how much time you should take okay. before. So in the process of yoga nidra, the sankalpa is pretty simple. Uh, we encourage people to just set something really simple and to discover one naturally. It should be in positive language as if it was already happening. So my body is whole and healthy is an example mm -hmm. of a sankalpa. I am strong and present, something along those lines. Okay. So not like uh, I hope to... Nope, as if it's already true. To gain $10 million? Yes. Is that positive? I have $10 million. <laughs> <laughs> I have $10 And when you wake up, <laughs> there it you is. will still not have $10 million. Oh. It's not a good sankalpa. That's not a good sankalpa. <laughs> but your body and your mind and your, your energetic system can do a lot of healing. So if there's something like healing or some kind of rewiring that you want to do in your own system, the yoga nidra guides you into a state where that rewiring takes place pretty easily so a lot more easily than it does say through talking about it or you know even doing you know specific practices to try to change your way of thinking the sankalpa followed by the practice of yoga nidra can be a really powerful vehicle for that hmm. so then so yoga nidra then is used for healing it's like a healing modality in yoga mm -hmm. it can be absolutely okay. um, it's also really restful so there's a lot of pretty big claims in uh, some of the yoga nidra literature, and I don't know whether they're true or not, but they say yoga nidra is, uh, like one hour of yoga nidra is equivalent to four hours of regular sleep. Okay. Um, and, and I don't know, you know, if that's really true or if there's science behind that. What I do know is that when I do yoga nidra, it's like a power nap, and I feel super refreshed. So sometimes when I'm having trouble focusing, um, I'll lie down and, and put on like a 20-minute yoga nidra, and then I come out of that, and I'm like, oh, okay, now I can work. Ah. So did you get your two hours of yoga nidra last night? <laughs> I got a full two hours. I wish. <laughs> Good. So, um, so then what does the process look like? What does the practitioner need to know before they start it? Um, I mean, not a whole lot. Most people want, you know, to have any anxieties calmed, you know, that they're safe and that this is a safe space so that they can fully relax. Um, you want to be super comfortable, so you can do it lying on a bed. Mm -hmm. um, you can even do it seated in a chair if that's more comfortable. When people lie on the floor, I recommend that they put something under their knees because it can start to bother the back if you lie on your back, ah. especially if you're going to be there for a while. Uh -huh. Even if you're normally comfortable, like in a shavasana. Are longer, right? Yeah. So, so how long is... So we did a 20-minute Yeah. Injury, but you replace sleep 
for two hours a night with Nidre. (laughs) (laughs) Or no, there's like 20 minute and 40 minute. Yeah, I mean, they they can be any length, really. I mean, people even do five and 10 minute Nidras. If you Google Yoga Nidra, you'll find all kinds of stuff. So the one you did, you wrote that, right? I wrote that one, yeah. Okay. So how does one, uh, how did you come up with that? Is it based on like a blueprint or, or where did Yoga Nidra start? Right. You started doing it. Um, oh, what's the guy's name? Swami Satyananda. 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 Yeah. Um, student. Yeah. And so he kind of is considered the father of Yoga Nidra, although some of the literature suggests that yogis have been performing Yoga Nidra, or at least operating within a Yoga Nidra state, that theta brainwave state, mm-hmm. um, through different practices for many centuries. Um, but the this modern practice comes from Swami Satyananda, and I don't know, he wrote a book about it, and mm-hmm. he did a lot of studies, and there's some brain research that has happened with it. Um, it's kind of evolved into some different practices. There's a practice called IRES that's used by the U.S. military. It's based on the Yoga Nidra. Is that Richard Miller's? Yeah. Yeah, which is, it's different. Right, like the, the actual formatting of it. The is format different. is different, yeah, but the concept is the same. That you can go into this theta brainwave state and actually do some rewiring. And one of the things that Yoga Nidra does is it takes you through a lot of different things relatively quickly, so that you're what you're really doing is you're training the brain not to stick on sensations and memories and impressions. Mm. So you move through these sensations, you move through these memories and impressions, and rather than, you know, really feel into something for a long time, you feel something, and then you move on, mm-hmm. and then you move on mm-hmm. to the next thing. Uh, yeah, I could see how that would be good for uh, why they're using it with military, like a lot of PTSD treatment and stuff. We see that a lot with, like, the Wounded Warrior Project. Mm-hmm. Because that's what PTSD is, is is a memory, a traumatic memory that keeps occurring and it keeps coming back. And you're just stuck on it. Yeah, yeah. so it's like the brain is wired to just keep bringing that sensation or that reaction back every time it's triggered. Well, I know. I mean, I love Yoga Nidra. I've only been doing it for about two years, so it came relatively later in my yoga practice. But um, I know that, like, when I have a week where, like, I'm working my other job and I have to get up super early, mm-hmm. um, I'll do it a couple times throughout the week instead of a nap because I'm not a very good napper. Mm-hmm. Like, like some people, like Laura, is a great napper. She could, she should, she could write a master thesis on napping. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't nap very well. But yoga nidra, I can do really well, and I tend to fall asleep during yoga nidra. So, but it, I've heard that the benefits are still. Right. I tend to fall asleep during yoga nidra too. Typically what happens though is that you don't fall into a deep sleep. So we talk about the theta waves, um, but on the other side of theta waves are um, beta, which are your waking Mm -hmm. waves and alpha waves. Mm -hmm. And you kind of go in and out of them. It's not like you're just in one wave state the whole time. And so what happens in yoga nidra usually is that you kind of drift in and out of the state and you don't go into the deep sleep state, the delta wave state, typically. I have just a couple of times had people really just totally pass out. Oh, God, just <laughs> like you have to <laughs> totally wake wood. them up afterwards. <laughs> uh, but that's not common. Usually as soon as you start saying, you know, wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, they start doing it. And yeah. so you know because they can still follow instructions, right. 
that their subconscious mind is actually listening and processing that information. So even if you don't remember, you know, going to the temple or climbing the stairs or <laughs> getting the well, note from the lady on the blue flower. <laughs> yeah, or like the part in the Nidra where you're like, give me all of your money and your credit card number. <laughs> you don't remember that part, do you? I don't, but okay, I good. feel compelled to give you my credit card number. No, you already gave it to me. It's, it's hypnotic, <laughs> but it's not like it's not like I'm going to act like a chicken every time I hear somebody no. say, you know, rooster. No, that's what the Sankalpa is for. The Sankalpa is your intention. So uh, rather than, you know, me saying, you know, you, you no longer have any impulse to you know, smoke cigarettes or whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, mm -hmm. um, you might make a Sankalpa for yourself. Like, my body is whole. I have everything that I need in this moment. You know, so that you don't feel like, oh, I need something else. I need a, an addiction or something like that. Well, and I think it's such an interesting um, compliment to like a asana practice. You mm -hmm. know, most of us are introduced to yoga in terms of like how flexible we are and stretching our hamstrings and or even getting really sweaty in a power class. And so this is a, it's an interesting way to treat the whole system, which is really kind of one of the purposes of yoga in the first place. Mm -hmm. And um, I just, I guess I wonder why more people aren't doing it, but um, is there anyone who shouldn't be doing it, would you say? Um, that's a good question. And I think one of the nice things about it is that pretty much everybody can do it. Mm -hmm. um, as long as you can hear, um, you should be able to perform yoga nidra safely there are some forms of yoga nidra that can trigger trauma in people who have really intense mm. traumatic backgrounds. Um, and that's why the eye rest is a little different um, when it's oh. being used to treat PTSD. For the military specifically. Uh -huh. So okay. in yoga nidra, you might, especially in a really traditional yoga nidra, I don't really have so much of this in mind, but you might see something like, dead bodies or something like that you know <laughs> dead or a dead a dead oh, bird or a body on a funeral tire or something or no that's yeah well it's that idea again of not sticking to an image so they just throw images out there whatever right but if someone has an intense traumatic reaction. background it might it can bring it up a reaction personally i've not had that happen in any of my workshops fingers yeah. crossed Goodness. but um <laughs> You know, it's I've heard that it happens from time to time. And when do you when do you do the you know, yoga nidra workshops? Um, uh, we do the yoga nidra workshops at Cambio Yoga once a month. Usually, it's the first Monday. First Monday. Yeah. Seven fifteen. Mm-hmm. And you teach it every other month. I teach it more or less every other month. I rotate with Carrie Quinn. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. What are some other things somebody might want to know about yoga nidra? Hmm. Uh, some people ask me, will I be able to sleep? So they come to an evening yoga nidra and they're afraid that it's like taking a nap and then they're going to be like wide awake afterwards. And, you know, there's not any absolute guarantees, but most people report sleeping really, really well after doing a yoga yeah. nidra because you don't go all the way into a deep sleep. So it's not really like taking a nap. Right. Um, and Except for me. I do. Did you take a nap? No, not today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I do. I have this nidra that I do. It's Amy Weintraub's yoga nidra that I just have on my phone I bought a couple years ago and I just do the same nidra all the time and so it's just like turns into this thing where it's like I hear certain cues 
Where, like, she goes through it, and you'd think if you listen to the same thing over and over and over, you get sick of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure that, that tw- it's like a 24-minute nidra. I'm pretty sure I haven't heard the whole thing ever. Because <laughs> there'll be times where I, like, hear something, I'm like, I've never heard her say that before. <laughs> like, what is that? So, um, so yeah. Um, I Well, I think, uh, I think that's, is that everything you want to say about nidra? I think so. Yeah? I think so. You okay. can, uh, like I said, if you Google Yoga Nidra, you'll get all kinds of stuff. And I recommend that you find one that you like the voice of the person yes. speaking, that, you know? That would oh. make a difference, right? <laughs> and, I think that's why I like Amy Weintraub so much, because yeah. I like her voice so much. Yeah. Yeah. And you have such a nice voice, too. When you read it, it was like, I was just like, that's why there's no paper. That's too far in the end of the Nidra when the woman hands you the paper. Right? So I'm just gone. I'm it's gone it's going to come up later. There's going to be it this will. word, and you're going to be like, where did that word come from? <laughs> Maybe it was Nidra. <laughs> Sleep. Um, cool. Well, uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty good primer for people who don't know anything about it or have never heard of it and why you should do it. And I can attest that, like, you know, whenever you or Carrie Quinn does – the workshop on Monday nights because I'm there too teaching Yin right mm-hmm. on the other side of the studio. Everybody's always like, I've never seen a dissatisfied yoga nidra. No, they they come out totally blissed out. They do, which makes me wonder like why more people don't do practices like that mm-hmm. because nobody in the history of the, I mean, maybe you know, one out of ten people are like I was fidgety or I was anxious or didn't like it mm-hmm. but like nine out of ten people are like oh my god that was amazing I feel so rested so relaxed mm-hmm. and in our culture we like have such little uh, appreciation and and focus on really taking care of ourselves in that way mm-hmm. yeah I think it's a reticence to self-care you know it's like why don't we eat healthy food why don't we you know huh. we, there are all of these things that we feel like we should do um, but yoga nidra is really nice because it's so easy, you know. You just lay down. Yeah, you don't have to go to the gym. You don't have to you don't have to do anything difficult. Yeah. Um, and the benefits are, are really big. Yeah. Well, um, and it's interesting, too, I think, that, like, you know, in the 20th century, there was, like, such a huge resurgence of yoga in the really performative way, mm-hmm. you know. Like, even, you know, Krishnamacharya and Iyengar and Patabi Joyce, I mean... Ashtanga yoga, it's, it's such a, the physical, like what you do mm-hmm. is such a big part of that stuff. And of course there is Shavasana and all that stuff, but Yoga Nidra is different from Shavasana, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's yeah. very much an, well, I think you can, you can reach that state if you, in a really good Shavasana sometimes. Yeah. But it's, it's much shorter than much a Yoga shorter, Nidra. Yeah. And now, like, because Sachinanda really just kind of started that in the 70s, wasn't it? Around, I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't that long ago. I think so. Yeah. And it really only started to pick up really big acclaim when Richard Miller started doing the IRS stuff. And mm-hmm. where did you learn it? Um, where did I learn it? I learned it from Ina, from Ina Barud. Uh, yeah. yeah. And she studied with Richard Miller. Yeah. Because she does both. She does Yoga Nidra and IRS. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. I think that covers it. Anything else? No? I think that's it. All right. You want to sing Can, a song with me? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Was that what you were going to say? Can they listen to the... They can. Yes. They can. So I'll post the... the. Uh, 
um, Yoga Nidra. Yoga Nidra, and it'll just be up for people to listen to. And I recommend listening to it over and over. I, and that's what I really like about listening to the same one over and over is because you don't get stuck on the particular details as much, and it allows you to go deeper, I mm-hmm. think, after a while, because you just kind of know. Like, there's this certain cue when Amy Weintraub gets to the consciousness rotation on the body, mm-hmm. and she says, we're going to start in your mouth. Literally, I'm out by the time right? she moves out <laughs> of the mouth. It's like, maybe that's when I can't sleep. I should focus on my mouth from yeah. now on. I don't know why. That's funny. But that well, Yeah, and once me. you listen to it over and over again, um, you could do that. You could, if you're lying in bed and you can't sleep. You could start to go through the rotation of consciousness on your own. Oh, uh, yeah. So. Or you could also just turn it on and then set a timer on your phone mm-hmm. to turn off. Yeah, you can do that. And there are versions out there that are designed to bring you into sleep and leave you there. Designed to bring you mm-hmm. in and leave you there, yeah. Okay, well, let's, let's play a song. Thanks, Suzanne. Thanks, this Austin. Is, this is a song we know.
家。